Welcome back to another storm chasing pink skies at morning, batting down the hatches for inclement weather warning on this week's special Dead Men Roll No Crits. Uh, once more, this is Patrick, and joining me solo this week is another one of our players in, a, in a, this one on one special, my good friend in your druidic candoso who can do so much. Oh, Jabert, how are you tonight? Hey, how's it going, everybody? Yeah. Yeah, just you and me. It's been a while. Feels so cozy in here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm not bumping elbows at the table, the digital table with the other players. That's not a. I I talk about the digital table all the time, and imagine us sitting around it when we're playing on our computers by ourselves. I mean, if 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 nothing else, like the Zoom screen is much more like there's a lot more room for activities. (laughs) Yeah, no, I can share my screen and spoil what's to come if I wanted. Uh, yeah. What once we switched over to having always doing the video calls, it does feel much more like a a regular gaming table, although a lot less snacking (laughs) in our (laughs) podcasting (laughs) uh, games. Uh, just to recap, the last couple weeks we've seen the Tidebreaker crew preparing in kind of montage mode in your own various stories and worldscapes to get ready for the great free captain's regatta the the race oh, into the I, have you ever tried world. have you ever tried free captain's ricotta it's delicious <laughs> <laughs> oh man i love it so much uh yeah the the race into the the eye of abendago that will separate the hoi polloi from the tried and true best captains and crews and all the shackles and give someone else a chance at becoming a pirate lord on the council uh, that no one has been able to in the last five years because it's been one by one man. And this week's episode starts making your way north and reinforcing, you know, your crewmates as maybe there's been some unease uh, while you've been very successful in the last few months. Each passing hour that you sail to the north, the sky darkens more and more as the storm scattered storms show up in your your journey and i imagine if you are <laughs> sailing towards a massive stationary hur- hurricane that i mean the horizon must just be black at, at one point right right yeah i imagine it being a very very stark difference where sort of when you look out to the uh, to the aft you know, you see this beautiful tropical, you know, <laughs> uh, idyllic sort of Caribbean kind of uh, kind of pearlescent blue water, and then uh, then when you turn and you face the the four, it's just it looks like just the end of times. Yeah, it's like a SpongeBob meme where it's like this side of the Krusty Krab is clean, and over here it's the <laughs> it's the side of Patrick Star. Uh, try to think. Uh, is, is there anything Candoso would do to try and assuage the crew members' fears as you're you're sailing towards this great storm? They, they know you're the Mystic Man in charge of of the weather. <laughs> I don't know if Jabert necessarily has a ton of. <laughs> sort of great wisdom to share mm-hmm. with the crew. But I will say that Candoso uh, has um, spent many days and many hours um, meditating on 
the Eye of Amandego itself. Mm-hmm. And so um, specifically, Kendoso doesn't really have a deity that he worships. Kendoso worships the Eye of Abendego. Mm-hmm. Um, so sh- sitting on the shores of Garundi, is that is that the, the land? Just yeah, to the, you know, if, if that's like the Cape or, or the, the Northern Africa kind of section of this part of Galerion, it is like right off the side of that where the like the Ivory Coast down below is kind of like where the Shackles is. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, it's north of the Shackles and and west of the, the main continent. West right. of, of Ramadumi as well. Right, um, right. Yeah. Yeah. Ramadumi by birth, but I think I've spent the last few years in I guess southwest of Ramadumi. But yeah. yes. Um, and so so I, I would indeed I would indeed share some of my my musings on the uh, I think I think mostly what Candoso has for the the crew is warnings and advice. Um, sort of uh, admonitions to not become complacent and that there will be times during our time in the storm when you feel like everything is under control and you have a great deal of command over the ship and that is exactly the moment when when the storm will turn on you and yes. so you need to always maintain the edge that uh that keeps you uh engaged and indeed i think the uh the uh, uh the fear that they fear is um is healthy and it is what will keep them safe and get them through the eye I think there's maybe a few salty deckhands amongst your your crew who have sailed like around and, and been hit by some major storms off of the the sodden lands you know traveling along the the coast there but yeah i mean you're not like going into <laughs> the right, most you're, dangerous you're, part you're trying to skirt around it yeah this is like a the little name different. of the game is to, to to go as close as you can without being sunk by it right? <laughs> yeah and going i think clockwise with the storm you actually get winds to your back as opposed to going directly into it the the storm is trying to knock you down <laughs> completely you know right so right. you have to kind Just of buffets sk- you back skirt yeah. that edge and it i mean not every ship can definitely enter this race so yeah but not everything is in <laughs> it's yeah a better part of a day before you reach your guys's destination of cauldron rock the starting location for the race and you see dozens of very colorful flags flying atop these massive sailing ships of many different styles and, and jibs all at the the start starting point offshore and on the cliff side along the, the rocky shore as well, down to the beach. Many a grand tent and, and some temporary buildings kind of erected these these structures where you see the flags of some pirate lords and wealthy merchants and, and other people who've come to perhaps bet on the regatta, some just to, to watch and cheer on fellow pirates, and maybe even more to come scope out the, the new competition and amongst them, you do see the flag of Tessa Fairwind flowing in the distance above a large, uh, a circular tent that looks like it housed many attendants and many members of her crew. And yeah, just the the 
day before the race, a seagull arrives on the the bow of the the tidebreaker. You see, is carrying a a scroll in one of its its clawed hands, and there are directions in in there to bring a small delegation of officers to the deck of the master of Gale's ship, known as the Kraken. Yes, uh, that is fortuitous, as I have been seeking this master of Gale's for some time. Many of your order are pretty much, you know, they're very much loners, mm-hmm. not uh, big druid parties uh, in in this part of the world. I don't know, maybe they have massive communes in the forests of uh, of, of the north, but here, for the most part, it, it might be hard to, to nail down. You know, if, if you've tried to get through Drenchport before, and he is the, the ruler of Drenchport, Almost entirely, he's been out on this uh, Zebek-style ship, the the Kraken, um, which when when you and Cassius and, and the rest of you set off, indeed, you can see a uh, a fairly well-built, a very strong masted ship. And by the time you get to the the top deck here, there are dozens of, of pirates from. All the other ships around here, from the Skullduggery, the Storm Runner, and in the the distance up on the poop, you see some of the officers of the the Wormwood and the imposing figure of of Captain Barnabas Harrigan uh, himself, hmm. who, who you have not seen in, in about a year since you guys left the the Wormwood and and made your way aboard. Your your current ship, yeah, yeah, the the one we were supposed to, yeah, <laughs> we were supposed <laughs> to make money from and give back to him or something. Or yes, uh, but squibbed as it is, you know, it would it would take probably stepping on board and investigating to really to really tell. Right, right, and I guess I didn't really have any encounters with the captain. Um, and other might than, look in your guys's direction and you know. There's like a hundred pirates on this ship, so. right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see. Anything you want to say to, to Cassius and the rest of them as, as you see that? Um, Looks like he's in the race. Uh, this is one. I really want to beat this one. That's for sure. For sure, we're beating we're beating Harrigan for sure. Um, maybe maybe interesting to to you you see at his side uh someone you didn't have a ton of interaction with but you did see casting weather style magic um the the mage peppery long farthing the um oh gosh i forget her position on the the wormwood but she was the one that was that cast fog as they they took oh, over the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the ramadumi ship and yeah, is decked out in a, a style and a pattern. I think is a a mage. I don't think she has a like a spell book she casts mm-hmm. from, or at least not one that you you see on her. But to carry it around, if yeah, she has one. Um, right, right. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I imagine that the uh, that sort of storm mages are not the most uncommon 
in the shackles that like you know many ships would try to keep one around um i mean i i think they're probably second behind a single uh, tengu member at the very least if it's not for good luck it's for you know if there's no wind <laughs> you yeah. might have someone that can produce some right yeah and, I've, you know, I've, I've actually given some thought to that um mm -hmm. maybe considered cheating or may not or it may just you know be difficult to keep up but the uh but there's a cantrip called gale blast mm -hmm. and i was sort of like i was trying to do some math i was like how 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 much force could this actually generate and it's <laughs> it's appreciable it might add a little bit of a little bit to our speed but so something think, you can ask yeah yeah so so it's something that i've been maybe practicing when i'm out sort of like ranging on my uh my phantom steed away from the ship or away from where I can cause harm, where I'm practicing my more dangerous things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> blasted wind gusts. Right. Yeah, and I'm trying yeah. to like, I'm I'm seeing if I can like you know knock down a tree or something. You know, uh, <laughs> that, that's a good approximation for a mast. Right. <laughs> just knock all the pine cones off the tree. Right. Right. I'm just if I can knock down a tree, that's too much. That's too much. <laughs> got dial, dial it back. back. <laughs> dial it back. I've got this, Captain Cassius. Crack. Crack. <laughs> no, nah, I mean. Boy, howdy! The, the the pressures that a a fully unfurled <laughs> uh, ship's mass can can maintain. You know, it's it's right. crazy. It's mind boggling. I mean, it's got to move the entire ship, and that's like I don't know. Right, it's it's a, it's a lot of leverage to put on a on one one big piece of wood. I guess that's why there's so many. That's why there's so many ropes. Like, it's like a thousand tons or something. Like a, a full sailing ship with crew is like unbelievably heavy right. i mean you're moving through the water but anyway we're, get, we're getting too much getting into the, yeah. the science of this magical realm <laughs> uh speaking of magic before too long as there's some more pirates that arrive after you and it does look like everyone has gotten here a literal crow in the crow's nest uh up on the main mast begins to squawk so loudly that the the entire you know gross or so of, of salty pirates all at once kind of quiet and and look up and you see some of them you know maybe turn like you know white like they've seen a, a ghost and this crow takes flight and circles around the ship seeming to eye everyone up before it lands port side and transforms into a, a tall man with a, a long beard and thick flowing gray robes with a gnarly looking piece of, of driftwood as a a staff of some sort. None other uh, than that be the master of gales. <laughs> no, that's Gary. The master of gales just steps out of his his dining uh, <laughs> room. Uh, no, this this must be the ruler of Drenchport, the storm druid pirate lord himself, and uh, he kind of slowly shuffles through the group, and you see some sailors kind of doffing their caps, and other maybe given like a courteous nods. Um, no one's like genuflecting or anything, but you see him perhaps seem to regard Harrigan for a bit. You know, they both exchange looks, but there's no words or gestures. And curiously enough, as he passes by your crew, he maybe looks up Captain Cassius and looks you up as well before he turns back to everyone and says, uh, welcome all to, to this year's free captain Dragata. Uh, this is unlike any race any of you have ever taken part in. 
This is not some glorious cruise around the storm. It's a grueling bout to the death. Destruction lies before you. Destruction that you all have invited upon yourselves. The eye does not care for your valor, doesn't care for your bravery, whether you're good, whether you're evil. Anything your minds can ascribe themselves, the storm cares. But for rage, its anger, the anger of the eye never closes, it, it never s sleeps. It seeks a sacrifice each minute upon its altar of the waves as its winds howl, even now for your blood. As you stand here upon the, the deck of my ship, know that that's, it, it wants you even now. Uh, there, there will be a winner of this race, of, of course. That is the truth of the matter. But even truer, uh, there's going to be many more who simply lose. And there will be death. There will be casualties. Each year this race has ran, ships have been swallowed whole by the storm. Each year the eye has already set its sights on more than at least one crew. So before this race begins, you all must ask yourself, is it worth it? You are even after gaining your letters of mark and, and even if you win this regatta, still you are not guaranteed a spot on the council. This is just a single stepping stone towards that goal. Simply a chance at it. Is that worth the lives of you? and all your crew. Because that is what you're gambling with this competition. Know that some of you will suffer wrath unlike anything you've seen before. He looks over at you, Candoso, as he finishes up this speech and says, and some shall suffer worse for what you are able to do in the face of that wrath. He continues to go over some rules, maybe some pirate captains have like a, a question here or there and will raise their blades into the sky to be called upon by teacher magic is allowed he, he goes over that pretty specifically there are legs of the race but it does not stop but there are places where you kind of check in you have to go around certain islands inside the the storm and goes over some of the the dangers you know some of the the shoal formations Mm -hmm. to be on the lookout for and how there's I mean he has to keep up with like the people in the lead so that if you lag behind and something happens there's no one there to save you <laughs> um, yeah did you have any questions any specific things um, um, you, want, you want to ask or have Cassius ask on your behalf I, mean, I, I suppose it's uh, I mean this is obviously going to be a very dangerous trek Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, one that Candoso has looked forward to is not the right word, but, <laughs> uh, but, but perhaps, for. yeah, sort of prepared for. And, um, you know, it's not every day that you get to go and, uh, meet your, and meet your God. <laughs> um, uh, I suppose, uh, uh, Candoso has uh, has been in the eye once before, but that didn't. You know, that that was uh, those were under some pretty dire circumstances, mm -hmm. and it was uh, not before I was able to reflect on on the power that it is, um, and I did not at the time appreciate it. So this is uh, Candoso is 
at once terrified and excited to go forward um, and uh, is curious about exactly how close in we're going to go like like what sort of what sort of winds are we are, are we actually looking at here are we looking at like super heavy storms or are we are we like dipping in to like hurricane force I think he, he'll have gone over that and some of the, the dangers he points out like there is a part of the race like where you're furthest into the storm if you get knocked off course and just like go in you know a, a few hundred feet off there are not hundred feet <laughs> uh, a, a few dozen or so miles could make the difference you know if you're you're off course in being able to get back on track or not you know right or just being pulled in pulled in completely or just the the winds getting so extreme you're basically going to to a point where most everyone that enters will be able to to make the bend and and begin to exit the second first leg of the race is uh heading directly into the storm the second is going with the winds around and the third is like coming back out so mm -hmm. the the probably the most dangerous part is that second leg kind of moving with the the storm um, right. So as, as the rules go over and, and the delegation begins to, to break up, you know, sailors start climbing down the, the side into their launches. A small seabird lands on your shoulder, Candoso, carrying a, a note in its beak, like a little puffin, uh, <laughs> lands on you. Uh, and it, it is in a script that kind of looks familiar, but it, it reads, you know, meet with me upon my quarters as we have more to discuss. Uh, I will I will use a wand to cast speak with animals and I will tell the crow <laughs> it's a puffin. Oh, oh, the puffin. I'll tell the puffin. It's a different bird. <laughs> How dare you? I've, I've mentioned three birds this episode. Don't get them confused. <laughs> uh, I, I whisper to the puffin as a uh, tell your uh, tell your master I I shall do this. Squawk, it's a living. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> uh, heading into his study of the, the captain's quarters of the, the Kraken. It's fairly sparse. Maybe what you'd expect from, from someone who might not care for, for a lot of, of treasure themselves. You see a lot of like kind of natural things like maybe a, a massive abalone shell or some um, like whale bones or things like that drying yeah. or on the, the back, but it's a fairly simple straw bed scroll rack a low desk and uh in the back a very large jungle cat who seems to be gnawing on a a bone in the the corner amongst a, a host of potted plants and kind of vines growing along the wall and the master of of gales is casting water on some of these plants as you enter and says you know i i figured uh, we would meet once the time came you are kendoso are you not I'm sorry. You've been ex you've been expecting me, quite for some time, but I didn't think it would be so soon. And under these circumstances, I I, I felt your your presence here in the shackles before I knew your name. Those of of our order often leave an an, an imprint where we go, for better or worse. I I got word that a a drought down south near Rickety Hakes was ended after you left and 
the the bounty of, of Tidewater Rock multiply tenfold after you you all cracked it. And I received word just the other day that dark clouds have quenched the fires of the forges of Hell Harbor. I take it you didn't like that their billows were were working day and night. They were an affront to the clean air. Maybe so, but it, it won't be too long before they are able to to stoke them them back up and and get back into operation. That is the way. I I understand you may not be uh, doing those things consciously, but our emotions are our very essence. The air reacts to it. The current, the rains. Our powers mean we have to tame these these confluences of power. These these ley lines of energy. And since I've 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 learned of your presence here in the shackle, I've been, well, for lack of a better word, testing you. Uh, I, I testing? learned of your, as, I learned your when your your captain gains his letters of mark, in, in Port Peril. I, when I managed to send, a challenge your way. Maybe maybe you guessed at my presence. Maybe you felt it. Any any clue what he might be uh, alluding to? We've only had like thirty uh, episodes <laughs> this, between here and there so far. Uh, um, uh, maybe I mean I, I can I can try to make just like an in check to see if Candosa remembers, but Jabert does not. <laughs> you, you know, like nature. Oh, okay, nature. Do a full that's... nature roll. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you see if I remember any unnatural nature happenings. Twenty-five, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I, I I vaguely have a recollection of there being a bird watching us at one point, and me being like, "All right, go catch that bird." But <laughs> there was indeed a a crow at the the handing over the the letters of Mark, and you did get an, an odd note in the first place, kind of like telling you to come back to to, to poor peril. But indeed, uh, once you think about, it, I think that role is enough to figure out that you had no clue exactly why um, you guys were forced to fight a dinosaur on Olo. <laughs> right. Uh, and thinking it over, like the cage just suddenly opened. There's like no one near it. Uh, he, he goes on to say, like maybe seeing realization in your eyes, like, oh, oh, one of my fellow pirate lords likes to try and tame the great old lizards of this world in Olo. And I saw that you and your crew managed to survive its rampage, and not only that, to ride it out of town when the lock uh, on its pen miraculously failed. Uh, a small test, but I, I wanted to see if you all were up to the snuff. I found out, well, did you know that you bear the mark of a, an ally of mine, an old friend? Were, were you taught by a, a Kaliam Onaku? Do you, you knew each other? I know him well, yes, and uh, he can like kind of point out <laughs> an area you could only get to perhaps if you um, had like a loofah on a stick, but uh, sh- shows you in, in a, a small mirror that there is indeed an arcane mark on your shoulder of of your master's name. <gasps> no one ever mentioned I had a tattoo. <laughs> well, it's, you know, an arcane mark, so only those with the, the right, magic have- eyes can see. Right, you can sort of like reveal it with, uh, yeah, yeah. So he he lights it up and says, oh, uh, "I, 
you you know his magics are rights, but I I understand you are not yet a full member of our order. There are still many tasks that lie ahead of you, and perhaps you will need your crew, those who helped you with the the Triceratops, <laughs> uh, to help you stand a chance. Speaking I, of which, I'm, I'm speaking to him in in like sort of a like a broken druidic, like <laughs> the little bit of druidic that I was able to to glint from the yeah from from my my, my communing with nature. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hey, I think he can yeah, uh, make it so you guys can understand one another. Yeah, I just want to. I just want to. I just want him to know that I'm part of the cool crew. The cool <laughs> crew. The cool druid crew. Oh, should I not have been talking kind of common? <laughs> Yes, uh, your your crew will will they will do well if you stand by them. There's something about your captain. I've I've heard he has sailed headlong into the eye of Abendego before, and from what I've heard, one too many times. Do you know is is he mad or is he indeed possessed of of some will determined by his gods to to die in a blaze of glory? He is not mad. I'll say that. He is driven by something that I cannot see. For why would, why anyone would take the risks that he does, and why anyone should survive the risks he takes, like he does. But you trust him as as your captain. You you are he willing is, to to race with him. He has laid down his life for me, and I will lay down my life for him. This race is, as I said, dangerous. It is a, a test for any experienced crew. But one with your powers, you stand the, the risk of, of provoking the storm even more than some of your competitors. It may try and test you, and it is possible you could lose your life in the process. As I said to all the others, is, is this worth it to continue down this path? What is it that, that motivates you, Kendoso, to seek seek this race out is it is it power or or riches i have to see the storm once more i have to know what it holds i've been there but once and i came away different i've thought about that day my whole life and i i have to return once more though i know not why the first to survive the storm the, the people of the Sodden Lands indeed call them touched by the eye in their, their tongue. I can see that in, in your eyes now that you too were were touched as, as you escaped it. Perhaps perhaps that is, is why it has called you here and has asked me to, to test you as well. Unfortunately, I am officially bound as the Officiant of the regatta, and I'm—I may not aid you in any way, but I can still warn you once more and, and tell you what Kaliem, my friend, would tell you if you were here. Going into this race, you must trust your instincts and and prepare for the storm, you and your allies. The more you fight it, the greater it will fight you. I will ride the storm to where it may lead me. And I hope to see you on the other side, you and your crew. Good luck with the race. Thank you, Master. 
Oh, he, he goes in to give you the secret druidic handshake. I was just, I was just gonna say, I give him the secret druidic handshake. <laughs> you know, you like grasp wrists, one another's wrists. That's right. And, and you, he's just sort of like, like crackle a little bit of electricity back and forth. Yeah, he's, he kind of wraps his ring finger in, in pinky and hooks beneath your elbow, and, and like little vines sort of sprout out a little <laughs> bit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gross. Um, <laughs> yeah, and and he'll he'll let you get back to your crew and get ready for the race. And as as you I head back, by the I stop by the uh, fantasy Italian booth, the food truck to get some <laughs> free captain's ricotta. And so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no Honto and. Cassius and Larry's already digging into theirs. They're like, oh, you missed it. They just ran out of the, oh, no. a special sauce. <laughs> but as you guys are, are sailing back to the Tidebreaker, you indeed see another massive storm. Uh, the, the clouds kind of rolling off in the distance. And in them, you see faces of of people of your past, your your master who taught you your ways, your slain brother, uh, Shaquem, who came before you those who you wish death upon and the path on which you now continue forth and sail as the race will begin in the morning. But all that, of course, uh, is a tale for another time here on Dead Men Roll No Crits. And uh, uh, multiple times, as <laughs> obviously this will be more than a single episode of racing. <laughs> uh, but yes, any any uh well, what's so funny is when we're talking about this, we, we played this in first edition many years ago. Do you remember much about this part? Um, I only remember that a lot of, I was, lot of skill checks. Maybe. Yeah, a lot of skill checks. Um, I <laughs> I was in South Carolina, like at like in Charleston mm-hmm. uh, when our at our in-person table did this. And so somebody set up like a laptop. <laughs> and then I just, you know, FaceTimed in. I remember that well. <laughs> Everyone was like, all your friends down there are like, what is your bird doing? Is he got to work? <laughs> couldn't mess the game. Couldn't no, mess the no game. I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't miss the regatta. I mean, we'd, like, we'd been building up to it for an entire book. And like, it was like, when we were about to do it, I was like. Yeah, and you were, you were on the beach and you had the, the weather there yeah. to ins- inspire you. We were all stuck <laughs> around a table. <laughs> a, a dank table with some some Doritos. Anyway, well, we're gonna get back to it. We're gonna have fun with this second edition adventure. Uh, thanks for for playing with me. Thanks for setting up the the race. Thank you, Patrick. This was this is a lot of fun. We'll be back here next week, everyone. Thank you for listening and <laughs> letting us go through these minisodes. Uh, we'll catch you next time on Dead Men Roll No Crits. Yeah, Bye. Bye, mateys. 